Hey y'all, welcome back to Phone and a Friend with Charlize and Ayana. We're so glad to have you back. This week, we're just going to dive into a fun topic of putting off the old self and stepping into the new self. We know that when we come into a relationship with God and allow the Holy Spirit to work through us, there is a new identity that he has for us, a new identity that we're called to step into. So we just want to talk about what that's like for us right now and what things we still might be working through. All right, let's hop into the quick cue. Hey, everybody. So today's quick cue is... (laughs) Gotta get my drum roll in. What are some old habits or patterns that you are currently struggling with? When we begin this journey... The Lord begins to change us. There are a lot of things within us that he needs to still work out. So Ayana, what are some some old habits that you're still working on? Oh man, I was <laughs> I was just talking about this. Um so one of the things that I still struggle with is um those who know me know that I sometimes, you know, poke light-hearted fun sometimes. <laughs> But um, it's become a conviction for me lately, um, especially with who God has shown me he's calling me to be, that he wants me to be someone who is walking in kindness. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of times when I open my mouth, more of me comes out than God, you know, and I want so much for God to shine through me. I've and I've been talking about this so much this past week, wanting Jesus to be seen in me, wanting less of me and more of him, right? And um a lot of times when I speak, it's not reflecting the relationship that I have with Jesus. It's not reflecting the work that he's been doing in me. And so as much as I can say that I'm growing, as much as I can say that God is changing me, And he is, he truly is. People can really only go off of what they see in your life, the fruit that they see. Mm. And unfortunately, sometimes my mouth gets in the way. You know, I'm not, I feel like I'm making it sound a lot worse than it is. And maybe I'm being a little bit hard on myself, but it is a conviction that I've gotten that there's better inside of you than that, you know? And this is the quick cue. So we can, you know, unpack that a little bit more afterwards. But how about you, Shar? I can definitely relate to that. I feel like for me, it's anger. Mm. Um, Kind of wanting people to like know that I'm angry. I've come a long way. I definitely, like before I didn't think that I was getting better. But the point that I'm at now and I can look back and say, wow, I used to be so much worse. Mm-hmm then I would definitely not hold my tongue and just like release my wrath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you would know you're getting the wrath, all of it. Um, Now I'm definitely a lot more reserved. Yeah. And intentional about the things I say and intentional, even though I'm upset or annoyed about it, I still try to like consult God on it. Cause I'm just like, okay, God, this really got to me. It really bothered me. But how do I address this without taking a low blow or without hitting below the belt or anything like that? Or mm-hmm. just, you know, quote unquote, going for blood, like trying to hurt somebody. Yeah. So that's an old habit that I'm still working on, but I can say 
by the grace of God, I have progressed and have grown a great deal. Mm-hmm. Another one I would definitely say, and I talk about this quite often, me being vulnerable, it's still in the works. <laughs> and it will be probably until whenever, forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's it's one of those things that I just I just struggle with so much. It's a constant battle. It's a constant battle for me. Um, yeah, just opening up, letting myself be vulnerable, but not to people. It's not about people. It's never been about people. It's always been so that the Lord can use me to get through to other people or, you know, further his message. But Mm -hmm. me being the way I am, I'm just so blindsided with like, well, I don't want to look weak. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to use that against me. It's Mm -hmm. not about you. It's literally about the Lord using me to get to other people. And that's something that I constantly have to remind myself about. Other times I'm successful, other times I'm not. So that's something I'm working on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I relate to, I relate to that anger one too. Um, And I will say I too have come a long way with that. My family knows I used to be such an angry person. Um, And I can say that I, too, have come a really long way with that, which I'm really grateful for. Um, God really doesn't allow me to even, (laughs) even when it's just like getting upset and saying something that doesn't need to be said, saying something that's, you know, literally just out of anger. I can't even get past that without a Holy Spirit prompting me to go back and apologize. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so true. And I almost get mad at the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. It's like, why do I always have to be the good guy? Why can't somebody apologize to me? <laughs> I know. It sounds, <laughs> y'all, it sounds really wrong, but like, I'll be the first to admit sometimes I do feel that way. And then I'm reminded that it's like, listen, you know how far the Lord's brought you, and you know what the Lord has told you to do. And it's just mm-hmm. like the fact that you have to think of it like this He expects more of us especially the more mature you become in your faith, he expects mm-hmm. more of you. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I have those moments too. And one thing that I've definitely learned is that Holy Spirit is with you to deal with you, you know? And how he deals with the other person, what he convicts them of, mm-hmm. really is in our business. So when it comes to me and I'm upset with someone and i'm just like well what are you gonna do about them (laughs) and it's like well let's deal with you (laughs) because there's always or there is more often than not something that we could have done differently too even if we weren't the cause of whatever the situation or circumstance was a lot of the times he'll show us something that we could have done differently or if not even that and, you know, one of those rare times that you are completely in the right, which is very rare. We're pretty much not right as much as we think we are. <laughs> mm. But in those moments, he might also show us to have grace for that person. Yeah. And that has happened to me a few times in the past few months where it's like, okay, literally, if I'm wrong, show me where because it's Mm -hmm. I didn't do nothing this time and it's more so I need you to give this person grace because you don't know how they're feeling that made them do that 
You don't know what they're going through that's causing them to do this that's upsetting you. You know? Each And I feel like each moment is a teaching experience. Regardless mm-hmm. if, you know, if you feel or whatever the situation was, I'll say that because I'm not going to... I'm not going to play with right or wrong. We're not going to do that here. <laughs> Whatever the situation was, there's always something to be learned from it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like you said, he expects more of us, especially as we mature in our faith. And what I touched on with the quick cue as far as, um, you know, sometimes poking fun at people, lighthearted. I can't stress that enough, <laughs> but that doesn't make it any better. My defense was always either I'm just joking or they laughed. It wasn't, you know, because mm. I, I, it's, I'm never mean spirited with it. You know, I, I do it playing around, but not realizing that the longer this goes unchecked, the less sensitive I'll be to it. And then it might grow into something where it is becoming like a mean spirited thing or mm. anything mm. like that. But also, I wrote down this verse when I was thinking of this episode and. The verse is Ephesians 4.29 and the NIV version, probably not verbatim, but the gist is don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building up others. Mm. And that's so important, not just for the other person, but for us too, because everything that we do has an effect on our spirit. It has an impact on our spirits as well, you know? Mm-hmm. I think too, just... It goes back to that idea of being mindful of the things we say. I mean, I know this this whole episode isn't about our words, but they are a really, really important factor, especially when it comes to talking about specifically me and Ayana's different patterns that we still struggle with or habits we still struggle with. As for taking on the new, right? When we embark on this journey, we kind of give those things to the Lord, even if it's not necessarily something that we want to do. But I think once the Lord gets hold of it, he's able to use it for something that's meant for good, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's with any part of us, right? Mm -hmm. And I had to look up this other verse as well, because when it comes to what I said before about just the impact that it has on us as well, and how we're responsible for the words that we speak... I thought of a verse in Matthew. This is Matthew 12, 36, and it's in red, y'all. This is Jesus talking. (laughs) But he says, I tell you that everyone will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by Mm -hmm. your words, you will be acquitted and by your words, you will be condemned. And it just, it just goes, I mean, like Shara said, this whole episode is not about words, but It's just so important how much our words truly do matter and how we use them. Mm. Um, So, yeah. But changing gears, (laughs) we've Mm -hmm. been talking about this new self, this new identity. And we know that when we come into Christ, the old is put off and the new, you know, y'all know how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) I say that because I don't remember how the verse goes. (laughs) But for you... Shar, and for everyone else who wants to answer it as well, what is the new self or the new identity for you? Like, what does that look like for you? And what efforts are you making to to step into that? What a question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna answer it either. Not yet. So, newness for me would be consistency. Mm-hmm. I'd say. 
Um, We talked a little bit about this in the last episode, consistency and discipline. And that's something that I definitely want to hone in on. Mm -hmm. And specifically in my walk, just being more consistent with, you know, how often I pray and how thoughtful my prayers are, Mm -hmm. but also to um, how selfless my prayers are. Making sure that I'm praying mm -hmm, for others. Because ultimately, I know that the Lord has me. Yes, you know, I know that the Lord is taking care of me. And we, as believers, we have that comfort that the Lord is going to take care of us and he's going to provide for us. But it's so important to take other people's requests, right? And their situations before the Lord, because they may not have it in their mind to do that. They may not have the um, the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say opportunity, I just think about how um, we live here in America where the ability to pray and openly worship God, you know, it's free to us. Mm-hmm. So we don't we don't have that understanding. We don't understand what it would feel like to not be able to openly say, you know, I proclaim, proclaim, oh, I profess my love for Jesus Christ. We don't have that restriction. But there are other believers in the world who do, and they don't have that opportunity. They don't have a safe space. All they mm-hmm. have is the prayer in their heart and their mind. So just taking advantage of our blessings, being grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and making sure that I'm intertwining God in literally everything that I do, literally. And I'm, I have to admit, I still struggle with, with that. Mm-hmm. Like, because sometimes you you just feel like, oh, it's not that important. But no, literally, if you make it a habit to literally involve God in any and everything that you're doing, it becomes a new habit, and it yeah. helps those old ones pass away. Yeah, and you don't even realize that they're falling off. That's so true. Um, Praying for others is something that was highlighted to me as well as part of the calling that he has for me as far as teaching and ministry. Something that's going to be very important is praying over the people that I would be leading, you know? So that's definitely, I can definitely relate to that. And it's something that I'm working through. But as far as what the new looks like for me, I would say one of the biggest things is joy. Joy is something that I didn't ever see myself having, that I didn't mm. ever see myself or that I ever thought would be, you know, flowing from me, you know? And it's been, it's a very private prayer that I've prayed that people have spoken over me so much lately. And I mentioned in last week's episode that people have been prophesying over me these past few months and they've been speaking aloud private prayers that I've prayed. One of them was one of the leaders of the class that I'm taking at church. And she just confirmed for me the joyful person that God created me to be. And I even still sometimes struggle even saying that, like saying it felt a little bit forced just now because joyful is not a word that I ever would have described to use myself in the past and not one that I expected to use in the future. Mm -hmm. So he's shown me over and over again too that you can have joy, that you will have joy, that, Mm -hmm. you know, because I would look at, you know, those people who are just lights, you know, they're (laughs) just a light. They're just beaming. And it know was, exactly what you're talking about. Yes. And I would just look at people like that 
and be like, not even I want to be that happy. I want that kind of joy. And I knew that that joy was, was from their relationship with, with God, you know, because mm. they were, they were people who were very outspoken with their faith and things like that. And I was like, always God, I want to get to that point. And that's the new that he's shown me. Like I could go into all the other things, but the biggest thing for me has been joy. And that's why I like these old habits of, of the way that I speak of anger sometimes and things like that. I feel like that's why those old habits come back so strong because they're, you know, they're battling against what God is showing me. Mm-hmm. I I have within me. I just have to, you know, submit to it really. Um I don't oh, know yeah. if I'm making sense y'all. But No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I oh, you said so much good stuff, especially I could definitely understand seeing someone who is just on fire and like generally has genuinely has joy in their in their heart. I mean, I <laughs> before I was taking my walk series, I remember thinking I'm just like, I listen, I was a skeptic and at times I still am, y'all. I was just like, Are you really that happy? Nobody is that happy all the time. No way. Get out of here. <laughs> um until you experience it for yourself. And now I'm kind of one of those people. It's a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you mentioned God showing you that you can have these things. And I really think that that is what this newness is all about. Getting that idea out of our heads, getting the enemy's ideas out of our head, really. That's telling us you can't change. You can't ever do this. You can't ever do that. You know, this is who you are, right? You're Mm -hmm. locked in your ways. You're set in your ways. And you're never going to change. Who you think you are trying to change? Come on. Mom was like that. Your dad was like that. And now you like that. You know? And I think that really adopting this idea and this notion that, no, the Lord says I can be whatever he has called me to be. And I will be that. And really this newness that we're talking about, taking on this new identity, is about a decision. Yeah. Making the decision to say, I am going to walk in this, dare I say, newness again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure for words tonight, y'all. But yeah. And it's not just a decision. It's multiple decisions every day. Mm -hmm. Because you have to constantly make the decision to not do what you would normally do in each circumstance. Yes. Deny yourself daily. Yes. Daily. Daily. It's not easy. Moment by moment. Like, it's something that that's required. <laughs> and I remember just like having those moments of, oh, I got a real good joke. I got a real good joke. Holy Spirit's like, don't. Don't do it. I'm like, oh, but it's funny. It's real funny. Even if you get a couple of laughs. Mm -hmm. no good is going to come from this. So it's little things like that where you would do what you, where you're ready to do the thing that you would normally do and Holy Spirit prompts you to do otherwise. 
And it's more than day by day. It's like a moment by moment thing because within your day, there are so many decisions that we sometimes do on autopilot because we're so used to doing these things. Mm. Like I just, to go back to this pick and fun thing again, like even just like watching TV, I can't watch TV without making fun of something. (laughs) Like I have to, there's something that I'm going to say. And I'm just like, goodness, this is really not, reflective of and yeah it's lighthearted and you're not being malicious with it but still it's a habit it's a habit and it's one that I want to get out of because it's a, I posted on on Instagram earlier today I want Jesus to shine through every area of my life I want his presence with me to be known mm-hmm. and That's seen through the way that we talk, the way that we carry ourselves, the decisions that we make. In every area of our lives, we have the chance to let him shine through. We have the chance to decrease and let him increase so that it's him that's being seen and not us. And it reminds me of something that um, I may have said in a prior episode, or maybe I said it to you, Char, where it's like, Our purpose, our walk with God, and everything that he's working within us, it's not to say, look at me, but it's more so for people to see Jesus through you. It's for them to see Jesus in you. We are supposed to be witnesses, walking testimonies. Like, people should see Jesus in our lives even without us having to say, you know? Because anyone can say, anyone can say that they follow Jesus. Anyone can say that they love Jesus. But... It's our lives that really show whether that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why, too, Jesus needs to be the default setting in our lives. Because like you said, from moment to moment, um, apologize for the baby sounds, y'all. From moment to moment, there are so many decisions that we're called to make. And we, we're going to naturally do what it is that we've been doing. And if that default setting isn't in our mind... And in our hearts to be like, do the things that the Lord would have us to do. Then we're going to do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and I think that's where focus and discipline and all those things come in. Just making it a point to kind of practice what you preach. I, you also were talking about that, you know, um, not just saying it, but like living it. So you yeah. don't have to say it. Right. So to address the second part of the question, because I feel like I might have skipped over that. Like, what efforts are we making to, did I ask that or did I say it in my head? I don't know if I asked it, but to address it now, um, as far as making efforts to step into the new and to put off the old, my day-to-day currently looks like learning to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's promptings, even if it means pausing for a second before making a decision or holding my tongue with certain things. And it really is, um, it really is an uphill battle because like we said before, we're so used to doing these things. It's, it's, it's like, like we're doing them on autopilot. So, um, something that's been helping me, I'm really being intentional with spending that time with Jesus, but also taking him with me throughout my day. And I know we've talked about that before. And sometimes I'm good at it, sometimes I'm not. But for this this space that I'm in right now, 
literally asking and praying for deeper awareness of his presence with me. Yeah, um, that's been a big prayer, especially these past few days. I feel my dependence on him growing, which is something that I always wanted. You know, I wanted, I wanted my need for him to be, to be deeper because I, I do believe that that's, that's when you start, that's when you start, um, getting somewhere, at least for me personally. So what I mean by my need for him being deeper, I'm beginning to crave his presence more than I have before. And it's a beautiful thing because now it's like, I don't have to, not force, but I don't have to like will myself into it where it's like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. I'm craving it. I look forward to getting up and, and, and journaling and talking with him. I look forward to like meditating and like what we've been calling it in the, the class that I'm taking. Um, Maybe you've never heard of this. I never heard of it before they said it, but they've called it imaginative prayer. And it's sort of like med- meditation. So you just, you sit, you, yeah, it's really cool. You, um, so you literally, you just sit and you meditate, but, and you just like allow your mind to take you where it takes you. So whatever location that is, whatever, and you just imagine yourself spending time with Jesus. And in those periods of meditation, he has shown me so, so, so much. And it's gotten to points where like I could, my favorite spot with him, it's like in a backyard and it's, we're sitting on a bench in front of you. Sure. You ever seen one of those like fire pits that like people have in their backyards where they're like, you know, oh, they're so nice. Yeah. You know, but that's like the main spot that I go with him and when I get really deep in it, I feel his presence sitting next to me. Like, mm. and it's so beautiful. And sometimes I'll just sit there. Sometimes I'll ask him things. Sometimes he'll give me something. He gave me a key once. And it's just, it's a really beautiful thing. Like, I'm telling you, if you haven't tried it, literally, just try it. Sit down, mm-hmm. get quiet, put on some, like, you know, soothing instrumentals or something like that. And just spend time with Jesus and imagine yourself physically in his presence, wherever that place may be for you. Um, It's really beautiful. And so that's another thing that I look forward to. And as I find myself craving his presence more, my prayer has now become, please don't let this die down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I like, it's like, I need you. I need you. I don't want this desire to fizzle out. And it's it's oh, it's a really beautiful space to be in where mm. I'm so dependent on his presence. And I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, I need you to get through this day. I need you to get through this week. I need you to do. And not that my day is daunting or my week is daunting or anything like that. But just, mm-hmm. I need you. I, I need you close to me. And not just need you, I want you. You know, like I want you right here with me every step of the way. And I really don't want that to die down. <laughs> I really don't because it's never been this strong for me. And it's something wow. that I've wanted to feel for so long. And to finally feel that, I'm so scared that it's going to leave, you know. Mm. And I don't want that to happen. Um 
I know we can't always have goosebumps. I know it's not always going to feel as fresh. Mm. But I... I was praying um, yesterday and I felt his presence and I just kept saying, please don't depart. Like, please. <laughs> like, I need, you know. Mm. Um, but that's why we have joy, though. That's why we ought to have joy. Because joy is something, even when you feel like it is starting to fizzle, it's something that the Holy Spirit has instilled in us that no situation, no turning events can take away. Yeah, I feel like that took a turn, but all of that was to say that um, what's helping me with making these efforts, um, what's helping me with being intentional with those decisions moment by moment is is having him so close, so close. Mm. I, he's been so close these past few days. And even in church today, um, a friend of mine from dinner party, Allison, she she prayed over me at the end of service. And she was like, Jesus is so close to you right now. Like closer, closer than you've ever felt him. And it's things like that, too. The way that he'll just speak to me and confirm the the prayers that I pray in private. He's been doing wow. so much lately. And that helps. That helps. And it gives me hope. And I know that I'll get there. Um, And I'm in a version of the new now, you know? I'm not who I was last year. I'm not who I was two years ago, you know? Mm. So I've already... You're not even who you were last week. That's very true. I was a mess last week. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what a turnaround. Hmm. Not just, oh man. Wow, that, your testimony just there really blessed me. And it's just amazing how we can just see the Lord's presence, his hand, just in something as simple as our family and and our, our lives and just feel, oh man, ah, you're about to get me emotional. <laughs> but we will not have that now, will we? <laughs> oh gosh. It's gonna happen. At yeah. some point, we're gonna be in here balling. <laughs> and that's good too. You know, we want this yeah. to be a safe space for vulnerability as well. We do. We do. That's very true. Um, This was good. This was good. Yeah, definitely. I just want to encourage anyone who, you know, is in this space too of, you know, God is calling you higher. You know that there's change that he has for you and you're struggling with, with, you know, the way that we're, that we're used to living, the things that we're used to doing. Take it again, not day by day, but moment by moment. I shared in a prior episode, every moment is a chance to do something different. You don't have to wait till the next day to start fresh. And those things are seen. You know, those those decisions that you make, it's not it's not going unnoticed. It could be the smallest decision, the smallest shift that you make has an impact and they make a difference and they add up. And as you continue to do them, 
that will become the new habit. You know, we just encourage you. But also to don't be afraid to change. I think that's one of the one of the biggest reasons people are reluctant to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of hinders their journey is being afraid. And it is scary to change yeah. and do something different from what you know. But ultimately, and I hate to give you a Christian cliche, it really is a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed this conversation. We definitely did. And we hope that it doesn't stop here either. We hope that you um, take this to God and, you know, ask him to highlight to you the things that he's calling you out of as well. And I pray that you would be receptive to that. So, yeah, we thank you again for tuning in and we will see y'all next week. Peace.